With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another episode of The Greatest Show on Tuesday night. We come to you every week with the hottest topics to support and help the married man. And tonight is no different. The virtual talk show for married men brings you the best with topics no others are willing to discuss. And you get it right here every Tuesday night on HouseholdStress.com. To any newcomers, please go to our website and check us out at any time at www.householdstress.com where you can listen to any of our 200-plus archive topics, shows, and you can find out, or you can just find out what's going on with uh, Household Stress. I'm one of your co-hosts, co-co-hosts for the evening. I'm P-Town, and my partners will be helping me out. That's Mr. T-Hawk. And Mr. Unexpected Rodney, um, we have a few rules I have to tell you about. No cursing, respect each other's comments, and it's okay to, to agree to disagree. Our topic this evening, the married single parent. The married single parent. Fellas, I'm going to tell you right here at the beginning, this is not a great topic. For real, it's not a great topic. It's not a fun topic. We do a lot of shows. They are, we get great topics. We got a lot of fun in them. It's not a topic that men usually talk about. It's a topic that is going to make us look very, very bad at the end of the night. But, fellas, we are going to do the hard topic because I'm mad. I'm sick and tired. Of what I'm seeing going on with our kids today. And last but not least, I'm part of the problem. I'll tell you right now, I'm like, hey, hey, you got to admit your problem <coughs> so that you're going through some things. And I'm reaching out to you for help. Let me start tonight by telling you all, telling all of you um, that I may be the poster child for the marriage single parent. I travel a lot. That leaves my wife at home to be mom and dad while I'm away from home. The entire parenting is done by my wife. And I may get informed afterwards if there's any discipline or if there's anything that went on today or have to find out, you know, how the kids' day were. And then, you know, she's also there to, to have to take make the tough decisions if if any needs to be made. Now, let's not let's not forget it's a part time job for her. I'm not giving up my responsibility, but you know, during the week when I'm on travel, she has to play the role of mom and dad. But here's the question of the night, fellas: Could I be affecting their upbringing, my kids' upbringing, by um, 
now becoming a part-time dad? Yes. 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 And 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 you should you knew that going in. <laughs> yeah. You're right. I think I did. I mean, we talked about it. We talked about it before I took the, you know this 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 dream job of mine, and it's going to you know take me away from the house. But we always say, hey, it's for the short term. You know, we're following our dreams, we're pursuing our goals, and the kids should get something out of it. At least that's what I thought. When you say short term, mm-hmm. you know, what what kind of time frame is that in years? In years, I was saying staying away from home maybe one or two years, not not the whole time. Now, I know there there's some men out here that spend all their life on travel, 100% travel, every job they get. Mm-hmm. This really affects the guys that's in the military, too. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we got some military men on the call tonight, but mm-hmm. it can affect a lot of things. One of the things I think is affected at one point in time, and I'll give you a short story of it, is that it could be affected in the education, my kids' education. Because I'm not home. There was a time right at the beginning when I started leaving last year that both of them were on auto roll. Auto roll, auto roll, they bring it home to papers. Everybody's happy. Now they got a year older, they in they in those double digits, they in those teenage years. And now all of a sudden I see a C. Then I see another C. Now my wife's doing the best she can, and now I'm I'm parenting from a phone. Mm. I'm parenting from a phone. So now it's like, because I, I guess the eye contact is not there. Mm. So it's like through one ear that's on the phone and then out the other. Mm. And it's like, whatever, Dad, you, you're gone for a week. I can get away with it. which put more pressure on my wife to do more. So what did I end up doing? Well, I made a solution. I said, well, let's get tutors for the kids. That's a good idea. Great idea. Right, but did I mess up by getting a tutor? How did you mess up by getting a tutor? Well, if I was at home, we wouldn't need no tutor, right? (laughs) Well, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, you're not home, so you know. Right, somebody gotta make up the difference. Right, but I'm 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 putting somebody else in my house to teach my own kids where something I should be teaching. Well, let me ask you a question. Right. Um, what is the what is the end goal? The end goal is to get these things, these grades back up and, and and make sure that they understand that education is the most important thing in their life. Okay, so what what difference does it make how it's done? As long as it gets done. Yeah. As long as it gets done. Yeah, as long as it gets done, it's just the point that I'm away from home. So, you know, I'm either doing I'm doing homework through Skype mm. when the when the teacher's not there or I'm getting the second hand information that hey, you know, homework wasn't done, you know, the board 
they didn't turn in a homework in that day or something. Let's rewind though. How how long have you been gone? Uh, right now, a year and two months, and I got three months. This is going on, yeah, three months. So I got two more months to go. So you'll be back home when school is over for this year. Permanently. Yeah. That's great. But during that time, did the I mean. You said the, did the grades immediately drop, or was it you know did it take some time? For... It was the second semester, and you know it was mm-hmm. first semester was good because it was still brand new. Then the second semester, and then going into this third semester, we're bringing them back up after mm-hmm. a couple threats here and there. When when mm-hmm. we came home, there were some threats and uh, some some taking away of some uh, privileges. Do you think they were acting out? It could be. It could be. You know, sitting here and you, you know, you're looking at these four walls and you got nobody around you. Sometimes you think that they could be acting out because they're not here. And, and the reason why I thought about it is because they really wanted to come up here for spring break. And I'm like, you're gonna be in the room. I'm gonna be at work. And he's <laughs> like, I don't care. I want, you know, I just want to hang out with you. Could you have taken off for spring break? No, nah, if I take off, I don't. Get, I work for myself, so. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. If I that take off, I don't get paid. That means light. That's a light bill behind or something. So no, nah, I can't do that. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Well, maybe it doesn't have much to do. Well, maybe. I don't know. I mean, you know, it, it could be a number of things. It doesn't necessarily have to be that they're rebelling on the fact that you're not home. Okay. You know, you know, new, new grade. They all went up a grade. You know, it's just different things happen. You know, they're getting older now. You know, the same thing could have happened. You know, those seeds could have happened if, if you were home. Hmm. You know, you can't say, well, it wouldn't happen if I was home because we all want excellence from our kids, but we don't always get it. And sometimes we get it, but it's never when we want it. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, I think that they're disciplined enough to not to rebel and try to get even with you, you know, by having, you know, not so good grades. Yeah, you're right. You know, and the thing the thing is you got two more months left, and then you just have to look back on the time that you've been gone and just ask yourself, what ha- what what have you learned from it as a father and a husband? And what would you change differently going into the times that you're home now? You know, for you, what would you do differently now that you'll that you'll be back home on a more permanent basis? Yeah, yeah, because um, there were some rules that we implemented that uh, when I'm on travel that they had to follow, and they followed them to the sure. T. Sure. Um, I never had a problem without them, uh, you know, calling me. Like I, I tell them, I know, I told everybody at work up here. I say, I don't care what we're doing. We're in a meeting. At these two times of the day, I'm stepping away because if my phone don't ring, I'm on the road. Mm-hmm. And they, right when they walk home from the school on bus, their, their responsibility is to call me. So I'm like, all right, if I don't get it at 222, then there's going to be a situation. Yeah. 
And then there was times where they, you know, mom's like, "Don't call because I'm home." <coughs> and I'm like, "No, we're not starting that because you might have a job to go do. And you might not be home, so I don't want them just to do it when they're not home. I won't call right then." So we had some rules that we put in place, and the kids are very, very good about it. The grades are up, so um, even though I'm still a part, I feel like I'm a part-time dad because I'm not right there with them. Uh, we haven't had too many issues with uh, education. Now, could that be different from somebody else's household that's on this phone? I don't know. Yeah, but what what is the definition of a part-time dad? Um. Not 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 being there when needed. On being there on special occasions. Okay, but you 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 actually live in the same residence, isn't that? Yeah. You actually um, support them. One hundred percent. They eat off of the food that you buy. That's right. They 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 take a shower off the hot water that you provide. That's right. They they watch TV from the cable that you provide. That's right. Um, the clothes that they wear you provide. Yeah. So I'm just trying to figure out, you know what I mean, <laughs> the whole part-time dad part. But they I don't, don't see that. me every single day. I think, as, no. I mean, when we grew up, I mean, when I grew up, I grew up with mother and father at home. Regardless of what happened, I saw dad every night. He had two jobs that, you know, that he worked all, all my life. Still okay. worked two jobs. But at the end of the night, he was at the house every night. Was he a part-time dad? Saying? Huh? Was was he a part-time dad? And he yes, he was. How? Well, let's let's go let's let's talk about it. He he was a part-time dad because I think I probably wouldn't have – I did some things as as a teenager that um, that I can get away with because he wasn't around. I now, don't believe that. I don't believe that. And let me tell you why. My father stayed lived in the house the whole time, and I did some things right in front of his face. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I was too scared to do anything in front of his face. <laughs> Just saying, I did things while he was in the house. He may not have known at the time, but whether he was home or not, I still wanted to do things. That, you know, yeah. I did things that were wrong. Yeah. Mm. But I'm not there to uh, show him how to how to clean up, show him how to change oil in the car. I'm not there to show him how to cut the grass. You mean drive Where I was before. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not there to, at the table all us eating dinner talking about today. Yeah, I just think that, you, to me, it sounds like... I guess I'm thinking of the Hustable family, I guess. You, yeah, you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself. And, and, and again, you you have to remember why you are where you are. And it's not like you, you left because um, you were tired of being around your family and you neglected your responsibilities. You went to take a position that would put you in a better position for your family. So it was a sacrifice that you had to make. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? That doesn't sound like a part-time dad to me. 
Well, what's the difference between a part-time dad, and who, which I thought I was, and we're saying there's really no such thing. It's just I probably put too much pressure on myself. And then Someone a dad that, I'm sorry. I'll answer your question. Oh, and then a dad that's not at home at all. Yeah, uh, uh, somebody that's got weekend visitation. That's it. That's to me, that's a part-time dad too. That's part-time dad. You don't live there. And you don't have keys. You know, when you get the kids, they go back to your house. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it happens in marriages. You split up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, too, like, or either, you know, in my situation where the wife, ex-wife moved away, you know, she lives in Atlanta. I live in D.C., you know? And, mm-hmm. you know, my daughter told me straight up, she said, I was going to file for custody. And my daughter told me at 10, you know, she said, uh, Dad, I know who you are, but I don't know who my mother is. I would like to get to know my mother before I graduate high school. You know, I don't want to get to know her. I know you for 10 years, but I really don't know my mother too well. So mm-hmm. I dropped my suit. Even though I have three kids, you know, I dropped the suit because I said, she got something there. Maybe, okay, that's what she want to do, okay? When they moved to Atlanta, the kids love Atlanta. They love me too. You know, I'm just a phone call away, and if they need anything, I'm there for them. I send my child support every month, so mm-hmm. And I don't consider myself a part-time dad because I get to watch them grow up because of the, what goes on now. You know, we've got the Internet, we got this. You know, I hear everything. I get letters from – I get emails from the school. I had a petition for that, but, you know, because I wasn't seeing no report cards. And because they had to turn them in the same – like the next day you got to turn your report card in. I said, forget that, you know, I'm not in town, so you email me a report card or something. They had to do it. School <laughs> <laughs> has to email me a report card or, or, you know, text me or something with the report card, you know. So I don't really feel like a part-time dad either because they know, they, know, they know who I am. And every summer they come up here, then they have a ball. You know, what great trip is that? You live in Atlanta and you come to D.C., and you get to see everything. You go everywhere. The whole summer. You know, so they, they love it. Well, let me ask a question. Let me ask a question. But do you know, because you're not there physically, right. do you think it's easier for your kids to get uh, influenced with bad behavior because you're not around? You know, because they know I would, it's only a 10-hour ride away, and I'll be down here in a heartbeat. Like, my son got sick. He had a... a I forgot what it really was, but he had an ear infection that was so bad, it was almost life-threatening, right? So I went, as soon as he got there, he got the ear infection. He went to the hospital Wednesday. Thursday morning, I was down there. You feel me? I'm not that far away where I just can't, you know, think a three-hour date ride or something or cross-country flight or whatever. I was down there the next day. He was, he was shocked to see me, but he was like, man, I'm glad you're here, you know, because he know I'm staying at the hospital. I ain't going nowhere. That's you know if you need that, I'm there, I'll be there. So they need me, I'm there. They know it. It's been proven before and forth. As long as you keep that pattern that you prove that you're there and that, you know, you can't get away with nothing. I, I stayed down there. I went. You know, everybody knows I went there that nasty second divorce, right? I stayed down there for a month. I found out my son was coming home at 13. He was coming home at 10 o'clock at night on Sunday nights. What? What are you doing? Well, mom lets me do that. Said, mom lets me do that, and you don't do that no more. When the son 
when the sun go down, the lights come on, you better be in the house. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I told my, I told my, I told my ex-wife that I said, look, this is what's gonna happen. When the lights go out, they be in the house. They still in grade school. They had school the next day. Mm-hmm. She said, you know, I didn't even realize that it was even that late and all that. That I was actually letting get away with that. So I mean, it might be a little <laughs> disappointing, you know. But yeah, they know. They know. And if you got, if you show, like I, I show many times that I'm crazy. I'm a crazy father. You don't. I'm not the father that I'll come up to the school with the bill. I'm that type of father. Right. They know not to act a fool. They know mm-hmm. I've been getting the phone calls at school. They know it. And then, you know, I better than that early when they were still here in D.C. But they know not to act. I got great kids. That's one thing I can say. I got great kids. I mean, I've been blessed with that. But nobody's ever, you know, my daughter's 20, my son's 19, the other one's the youngest one. That's probably the, the, the worst of them all. He's 15, but he's, you know, you know, he got girls coming to the house at 12. He had three or four girls at the house. Hold on. <laughs> well, when I went down there, I was like, what's going on? He said, they're all friends, Pop. And they all left together and went to the movies. I was like, okay. What can I say to that? <laughs> hey, listen. I understand because uh, my boy, my boy, is, he's 10. But he thinks he's a Mac. He, you know, he got, he got the girl down the street. And I'm like, man, you can't go down there. He was like, all right. And then next thing you know, he'll ride his bike around, and then all of a sudden you won't see him. Mm-hmm. I go down there and know exactly where he's at. Mm-hmm. He's right there at the girl. I said, see, now you're going to get messed around and get me and this, his dad and this girl dad out here fighting in the middle of the street because of you. Mm-hmm. Now you got to be, you got so now I told him, I said, if you're going to come down here, you got to be respectful. Because... I, you said one thing that was profound that it's that teenage. I think mm-hmm. you know when we get to that right when we find out we got a oh we see a little hair growing down on the balls and in in a genital area that that we've turned into from a, a little little boy little girl to a little lady to a, a little man. Hey fellas, what's up? Hair on the balls? What are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, we talking about um, we talking about uh, the married single parent. Um, we're talking about how you know uh, when both parents aren't aren't doing their job, then um, it affects the kids. Hey man, okay, I'm on it. And we're talking about uh, right now. We're talking about the uh, the teenagers getting to that teenage age because that's where my kids are right now. Well, now they got a little hair down in the genital areas, and 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 they feel like they're growing. Right. Okay. That they can wear different types of clothes. Mm. Okay. And um, like one day, I, this, this just happened. My daughter was in a little fashion show, so she had to wear at the church. So it's a respectful fashion show. But I had to do some work on Saturday, so I told her, I said, listen, when you walk down that little aisle, don't be acting cute, you know, because you, you represent the house. Good luck with that advice. Right. Yeah, exactly. so and when I, the first thing I do when I walk in to go pick her up is like, your daughter, she just, she got that walk, and I said, oh, Lord. 
I'm hearing this from adults. I'm, I'm nervous now because I, I was like, I really don't know what she did up there. They got it on tape, I hope. No, I'm hoping somebody got it on tape so I can. But she said, she says, I didn't do anything wrong. I walked, you know, like a model's supposed to walk, how they told me how to walk. I said, but did you throw it, you know? And then she said, no, I just walked one foot in front of the other. I said, yeah, but did you do all the switching and stuff? I said, you got to <laughs> you don't, you still representing me. <laughs> and then um, now she has these high heels that she bought, and she wants to wear them everywhere. And I'm like, go take them shoes off. Mm. And her mom is like, oh, she's a girl. She likes wearing heels. Let her wear the heels. No. <laughs> and me, I'm like, you're not going anywhere with them shoes on with me. How old is your daughter? Thirteen. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. And and and, <laughs> and she is just like her um her mama's sisters, my mm-hmm. wife's mama, my mama, and my sister. So she get They're it all honest. heavy chested. So she get it honest. So she get it honestly. So I'm like, you know, I'm like, you know, now my wife's telling her, and it's hard for me, but I'm telling her, I'm like, listen, these skinny jeans, they out. And I yeah. and me and the mama have arguments all the time. This is that single parent because she's like, "Well, this is what the girls wear," and I'm like, "I don't care. I don't, want them, I don't want them in my house." You're gonna lose. <laughs> and we had an argument because I threw some away. Going to lose the skinny jeans battle. Trust me. I have lost the skinny jeans battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have told but you. But I'm that. not losing this high heel battle. This these shoes with the heels on. You can win that one too, but you have to accept one minor defeat. <laughs> but my point is, is I'm at the house and I, I have a, some type of argument into what my kids have to say. But it goes when, back. It goes back to the point that when they go to the mall, you, you know, with, with 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 the funds that you're out there, you know, busting your hump, you know, making to put in the accounts. But you're not around to approve what they're buying off the racks. You know? That's the problem. Don't give them money. That's how you control what they wear. Don't give them money. <laughs> I, had, I had to learn that. It took me a while. Don't give them the money. I guess eight says the shoes are in the locker. <laughs> I'm, kill, I'm going in the locker then. I got to go take a, a search in school. I'm just going to ride up there one day. I need to check my daughter's locker. Hmm. But, um, yeah, but what I'm saying is that your your wife takes them shopping. Yeah, she does. And you're not around at the mall or when they get back with the shopping bags to say, nope, 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 you know. Find a reason to cut the funding. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> but as a, as a father, I'm at the home to, the whole point is I'm at the home to at least provide present an argument. I might be the prosecutor, I may lose, but I'm presenting a good argument. What happens if you're a part-time dad or you're yeah. not at the house at all? Oh, you, you're a rap. Yep. You thought I'd be working at a strip club. She'd be working at a stadium. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, this guy. She'll be looking at daddies and financial support and other methods. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'll say to your question, um, I think it's tough that 
since you're not around on a regular basis, you're you're around on a, on a semi-regular and irregular basis. It's tough to be, you know, the uh, the, the the disciplinarian, the, the the tough guy, because your time is minimal, you know, with them, and you don't want to be seen as, you know, the the enemy or the bad guy. When oh, when you know, daddy's home, he gonna you know go off about my skinny jeans and my heels. Oh, be the so, bad guy. I'm okay to be the bad guy. Be the bad guy. No, okay. and what, but but see the what I, what I had to do. Uh, have fun, you know. Be cool, but at the same time, there's those standard rules and morals. Like, yo, this is what I stand on. This is why, and this is what I accept. And you gotta let them know that it's my job to protect you. And when you walk out here wearing all this tight stuff, and then these dudes looking at you, not realizing you're 14. And I end up getting a fight into a fight. I get stabbed, shot, I end up stabbing or shooting somebody myself. Then what? Yeah. She got mm-hmm. under- I like that. You got to bring it down cool. just like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm mean, not I- trying to stop you from being stylish or fly. Mm. That's deep. Because you don't want to be the, the, the disappearing dad, the, the, dad the, the dad that ain't no longer around because of a fight with a teenager. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Right. Hey. Yeah, hey Tom. Yo. Now you, your your daughters are grown. Uh huh. But how did you handle this? How how did you handle? Well, I mean, you know, were you um, were you still with your first wife when they were teenagers? Yeah. So yeah. So you understand what we were going through? <laughs> oh no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. I was the fat. I was the fashion police in that house. <laughs> You know what I mean, and 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 again, I would I would um, I was the guy that would say nope, go back, go upstairs and change. I don't care, you're gonna be late for school. I don't care, go change. You ain't wearing that house. <laughs> you know, and I would I I took them shopping, so it wasn't kind of like I I waited for the mom to 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 get in my business, get in my way, because cause, cause the mom can get in your way. Absolutely. You know, you give them because they're not, they don't care. I'm gonna just, I'm, I'm just gonna put it out there. They don't really care. I mean, what we care about, they don't care about. Not at all. We say the jeans are too tight. They're gonna fight you on it. Be like, well, she wants them, so I'm gonna buy them for. Yep. You could kill her. You know what I mean? You know the clothes. You know the 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 the. Uh, you know whatever. The make- I made sure the makeup, all that, Dale. all that. They friend, they get on friend yeah. girl level real quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. I took care of all of that. I took care of the manicures, the hairstyle, all of that stuff, so I could control it. Not saying I was controlling, but I, you know, I didn't want to leave anything to chance because I know that the mom wasn't going to watch it like I was watching it. I didn't want to have to go to school one day because the principal called me up, and then when I get there, I don't, I don't recognize my own child. Mm-mm. Yeah. So there's your solution. Take take them shopping. Don't let mama take them shopping anymore. And yeah. I know that your time is limited when you're around them, but I'm sure you can get their sizes and their, you know and everything. And you can might do a little shopping online. Yeah. So what happens when you are like me, the weekend dad? It don't matter. Can't really, when you it don't matter. You know, it don't matter. It don't matter. Facebook. Same rules, brother. Just because you weekend dad don't mean nothing. Mm-hmm. But they can, mm-hmm. you know, mom and, and daughter can hold secrets on them. 
And they will. That's fine. That's what I don't. I'm, I'm not ready for. I'm not ready for it. We're not gonna tell your daddy because you know he gonna. He and gonna they gonna die. do that. There's nothing you can do about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's nothing you can do, man. Yeah. Yeah. Just like I'm saying, you you only gonna have but so much control. But you, what control you have, you have got to capitalize on it. You have to capitalize on it. You could say tomorrow, you know what, from now on, I'm buying the clothes. You can buy the food, I'll buy the clothes. Boom. Boom. And it is what it is. And you know, they not, and, if, and if you have relatives, if you have family members that give them clothes for Christmas or holidays that you don't agree with, you got to immediately say, no, take that back to the store. They're not wearing that. You got to be that guy, man. You got to be unwavering, man. You got to be steadfast, and you got to be persistent. You can't have one of the moments where, okay, well, maybe this time. Mm. That'll wear the two-piece to the pool. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Mm. No. No. Yeah, two pieces, it's a wrap. Don't even, don't even say two-piece in my house. It's not even happening. Yeah. Right. So, so, so what about, uh, this, this is a good conversation, fellas, because, you know, I'm going through it right now with the kids and the changes. Get started. But uh, the peer pressure. You know, when I'm away from home, I don't think I get the good conversations of that the wife gets. Well, it, but today, this is what happened today at school. You know, I might say it and I'll say, well, how was your day at school? And I might get the partial story. Well, do you do your does your wife download the intel that she gets from the teenager to you? No. Okay, well, you we talk about it at night if she's hot. Like if, if something happens, she'll tell me. You got to show the wife that she can trust you to keep a secret. Mm, that's crazy, isn't that? Isn't you that crazy though. Wife? <laughs> Hold on, I, I, you I can't said. wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't do that. Oh. Now, now with my son, maybe. Oh, listen, man. The daughter, I'm, I don't know if I can do that. Listen, there's some things that your wife know that she knows she cannot tell you. And there's some things that my wife knows that she knows that I can't handle because I've already told her. <laughs> some things, unless it's a problem, I'm going to trust you to let me know and then I'll deal with it. But until then, I don't even want to know because you know I'm not going to be able to just sit on that one and act like everything is cool. I'm going to burn the house down. <laughs> Yeah, but but because you know, if you, you know how you gonna react, so don't go down that road, man. I'm telling you. I mean, somebody <laughs> might have done it different, but I know me, I can't do it. I actually own guns. Mm. I can't. I can't know certain things. <laughs> <laughs> I will mess somebody's son up, man. <laughs> certain yeah, things I don't need to know. Yeah, they protecting you from yourself. Yeah, yeah. I can't handle it. I, I know I can't handle it. You said what? 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 Oh, oh, this right now. Yeah, but but again, but see here again lies the other issue, right? There are things that need to be addressed by a man that you never get to address because of the secrets that they keep her from. Yeah, that's true. And then later on, you got your daughter with some dude who think that everything is good, whatever he say, whatever he can treat her any kind of way because there ain't no man around. Well, before we get that far, I mean, you got to let her know. 
what what to bring what to bring in the house. Because yeah. if she come in the house with the wrong thing, you gotta let her know it's just gonna be a problem. And I'm gonna win, no matter what I'm winning. But I see it all the time, and, and unfortunately, I see it a lot in the church, where you have single parenting going on in the church, and you can tell. You can tell some of these girls in here, and then you, can, and then I'm like, well, you know, I don't want to be that. I don't want to control my daughter and say you can't, you can't be friends with this girl. Oh yeah, you can. Because she, you know, she's a little faster. And her dad, you know, she, even though she might have a good foundation from the mom, there's no dad in the home, so she gets away with things you aren't going to get away with. Yeah, little girl had boys all over the house. I've done it, yeah. I said, no, you ain't friends with her. Nope. Come out. <laughs> nope. Nope. Cut it off, huh? I, here's why. And tell her why. And so she knows, because she already know your foundation. She already know your premise. Mm-hmm. So she ought, that makes sense. So he's sticking to what he's saying. Because mm-hmm. if I come home, if I come home and if I catch a boy in my house, it's a rap called the cops. Yep. It's a rap. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 Mr. Host, when you say um, single parent, or when we say single parent, don't we really mean single mother? Like, isn't no. that the implication? Now, I know some dads are doing it, but when going back to the topic at hand, the married single parent, aren't we really talking about, you know, the dad not being either in the picture or engaged in the situation? Oh, yeah. Exactly what we're talking about. And, see, I've never been in that situation, so I can only say I'm a part-time dad. Yeah, I'm full-time, and it's... It's uh, it's a lot harder on the full time with a step parent in the house. So you know that's another subject. But you know it, it's it's uh it's difficult on both ends. You know, but it's even more difficult when you got the mom on the other end, the real mom on the other end, saying on the phone that I give you permission to do this in that house. Mm. And, and it's it's a lot more challenging because now um it's bad parent against the good parent. Wow. Wow. Well, another issue because it's like she has, she tells them what I can't do to them, even though she gives them permission to do certain things. And now I had to come all the way back to, I need to monitor your phone calls or put it on speaker when you talk. Because if, if she tells you something crazy, I'm going to go and get on the phone and, and, and intercept that conversation. And yeah. To the point now, well, now she wants to take me to court for violating their conversation. You know, I'm like, okay, well, we can go to court, but I have to raise these kids with uh, another mother in the house that you you're pretty much telling the children to that, that they have permission to disrespect both of us or go against our rules. You know, but yeah. it's a lot difficult be trying to count because I'm going against what they want to do, and she's only telling them what they want to hear so she can be the favorite parent, I guess, you know. Right. And and that's a very that's very divisive what them girls mama is doing cuz I know I'm a step parent. And you know, my girls their dads, we all have an understanding as far as what goes on in my house and what goes on in their house. First of all, what goes on in my house ain't none of their business unless mm-hmm. it's 
and where it's causing harm to the child or something like that, and they already know that we have an understanding as far as the do's and don'ts when it comes to their kids. And I agree to that. We all have an understanding. Everybody's good. Just like I got the same do's and don'ts when it comes to my wife. So the adults have to have that uncomfortable conversation if they can. Not, not all situations it can even happen. But you got to have that conversation and that understanding. Because these kids will pit one against the other. They're masters at it if you let them. Mm-hmm. It's just their natural. It's, it's just what they do naturally. They don't even do it intentionally. They'll just pit one against the other or one against all of them. But you can't get sucked into that. You all all have to be committed to raising a child that's respectable and that's going to be a good adult when they grow up. But is is when you is it's not the parent it's not the kid that I'm combating against. It's the parent I am. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I said in the beginning the mom is very divisive. Yeah, she is. She's being very divisive, and she's using her daughters to get back at you and and your wife. So you saying what you saying is the kids can make rational decisions from right and wrong because of what they get in the, they only get in one side of the story or get from the mom here here you know do this over your dad's house do over this and then you have no say <coughs> is that what I'm hearing no what what you're hearing is the kids stay with me I have full custody and their mom I don't I don't say you can't talk to your mom on the phone so they they have permission to call her whenever they want to after they, you know, do their chores. And at first she had a problem with that because she's like, it doesn't matter what time I call, what they're doing, they can stop, or if they're punishment, they can stop and talk to me because I'm their mom. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, that don't go in my house because you got to finish everything you got to do. You got to finish homework. You got to finish your chores. And then, you know, then you can talk on the phone because that, that conversation might go into the wee hours of the night. And their bedtime is their bedtime no matter who they're talking to on the phone, including you. So when you, try to, when you try to tell them that, and if I'm, like if, I, if I'm not at home like I'm not now, and they call, now it's my wife, which is their stepmom. It's up to her to make sure my rules are followed throughout, even if I'm not there. So if their mom is on the phone talking to them, and I'm not there to tell her to pick up the phone, my wife, I expect my wife to say, hey, look, Guys, you got to get off the phone. It's time to go to bed. Now it's wife against ex-wife, and you can't tell my children what to do. Those are not your children. Uh, you get all these other conversations, and now we got a problem, you know, between the the the, the, the children and the stepmom, uh, me and the children, and me and their mom. And then all of a sudden, I see makeup on my daughter's face, and I'm like, what is that on your face? Well, mom said I can wear it. Mm. Well, hold on. What mom? Mom in Georgia. And then, mm. now That's their go-to. Yeah, and I'm and I and I call her. I said, "Why did you tell her she can wear makeup?" Where well, I wore makeup when I was thirteen and fourteen. I it have is. a problem with it. Well, mm. I do because I'm raising her, and you mm. don't tell her you need to talk to me. I don't have to talk to you. I'm her mother, just like you, her father. You know, uh, and and it's it's just a downhill spiral after you tell the mother they 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 are off limits to something with their kids. You know, oh yeah, that's, yeah. that's harsher to them because it's like uh, they came out of my butt. You know, I gave birth to these kids. You don't have the authority to tell me I can't say this, that, and the third to my children. 
Who do you mm. think you is? And that woman over there, you know, it's always <laughs> she's trying to bring the, the, the new wife in the scenario. Oh, absolutely. You, you better tell that chicken head lady, don't ever say nothing to me when I'm on the phone talking to my kids. Mm. So it's like an ongoing battle. So now I say, okay, put the phone on speaker. Everybody going to be exposed. Therefore, she can't say nothing stupid, and she don't like that, so we're going to court on the 18th. <laughs> mm-hmm. There it is. This is going to have to get. This is going to have to go to that level because she's acting very divisive, and she's just trying to cause as much drama as confusion as she can. Mm-hmm. I agree with it, though. I, I mean, I agree wholeheartedly. He is the head of that establishment, and when stuff gets out of hand. He's to be responsible. He's going to have to answer for it, for it anyway. It's going to be on him anyway. So you might as well make the rules from the break. And right. now everything's on speaker, and now I want to hear everything because you don't know how to act when you're on the phone, you know, um, you know, without speaker. Right. Right. I mean, it's a shame that it has to get to that when you're dealing with grown folks and kids. At some point, you got to say, we got to raise these kids right. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? You, you, Most, you can't you, you can't twist them up like you, you know. You just can't keep doing it. And then and then another thing, she owed me she back child support. You know about six years, so she owed me like twelve thousand dollars in child support. And and she don't want to pay anymore. So then she when she comes up to court on eighteen, this is this is another issue that's going to come up. And she has told the, told the kids, you know. Uh, you know, your daddy might send me to jail. Yeah. You know, yep. I'm not sending so. you nowhere. You know, but now they talking to me like, Dad, you know, when mom comes up, she's really concerned about She should know, be. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Check. <laughs> Either need to have a book ready or have up a uh, have a pajamas ready and a toothbrush. That's right. <laughs> have a toothbrush ready. But the prob the problem is she twisted it like because the only way she can not go to jail, if I drop the back child support and not and let her allow her to be responsible for any future payments, and I said I'm not doing that. So they're like, "Well, Dad, we don't need the money." I'm like, "What? Wait a minute. Who is we?" Right, <laughs> right. That's my money, you know. Cause I, That's how kids are, man. They don't know. They don't. But, know. Yeah, but see, but it's, it's bad when she try to pin them to tell me to get me off of her back. Oh, absolutely. She's going to tell the kids that you having her put in jail. Right, and that's mm-hmm. what she's telling them. That's exactly what she's going to tell them. And that's when when she gets locked up, you know, you have to explain. Or before she gets locked up, you just going to explain to your kids the real deal. This is the reason why. Mm-hmm. Here's why. And you ain't going to want to hear it. You ain't going to want to believe it. You're going to want to believe your mama. But that's fine. But I'm telling you the truth. I have no need to lie to you. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. But kids and their mamas, especially the one the good mama they they looking at, the good parent. Well, not the good parent, the parent that always tell them yes. Right. That, yeah. That, that, yeah. That's what they're looking at. That's the difference. The parents that, that always tell them yes. Well, how are you going to make this, how are you going to send this good person such of this caliber to jail? And you always talking about church and turning the other cheek and twisting my own stuff on me. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who's at it? They're trying to make it a double standard, huh? Man, right. at it? There should be no... Leeway. Now, there's maybe a little leeway uh, when it comes to child support and supporting your kids if if you've fallen on hard times genuinely. 
You know what I mean? But I've got no tolerance. And that's maybe just me, but I don't have any tolerance for somebody that can't take care of it. I mean, you know. Well, it, 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 to the court, um, it, I mean, just from being on this end, to the court, it looks like, well, if a man doesn't take care of his children by child support, he's a deadbeat dad. But then when a woman can't do the same, she's just a woman going through a hard time right now. But Yeah, it's a double standard. That's a double standard. That's definitely a double standard. And when I told the court, I said, you know, we're getting a divorce. How come, you know, she's fighting to get the same thing when she cheated on me? But, you know, but if you can explain this one to me, I'll give her my whole paycheck and never ask another question. If Why is it that when a man cheats on a woman, he gets thrown under the jail, but then when a woman cheats on a man, she still get everything? I said, if you guys can answer that question, I'll get off this stand, and you show me in your the law books where that's lawful. We don't have any more questions. We we shouldn't mm-hmm. be here. And that's how I got custody of the kids. Because if you cheated on me, you know, regardless if you were unfit parent or not, you know, you cheated on me. You wanted to dissolve the marriage because you found something of the interest outside of the relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you can't prove to me why where I am wrong. You know, and now you're going to try to take the kids and take child support and be able to go every six months to get a raise in child support because you mm. find other interests? Wow. You know, what kind of problems we got. So, yeah, so, yeah, so here's yeah. the question. So why is it that um, women, they try to destroy the man because the relationship didn't work and it affects the kids? If, you, if, if, if your relationship didn't work, if the marriage didn't work, all right, Let's let's work on these kids. Let's make sure we're there for the kids. But what about when she's just trying to ruin you? She comes to your job, mess your job up, child support, uh, not letting you see the kids, making you. She already knows you're 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 pushing pressure points, and then she just gets you to the pressure points. Now you're in jail. You got a record. Mm-hmm. You can do anything to destroy you. Mm-hmm. But, 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 but does but, she realize what affects how it affects the kids when she does that? No, 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 no. And 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 you just answered your own question because that's the way she handles her business after the divorce. But remember, that's the same person that she was married to. So the way that she acted after the divorce is probably the same way she acted during the marriage. If she was trifling then, she was always trifling. Mm. You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We just say, oh, she flipping. She mad because we got a divorce and I got the kid. No, she always been that way. People just don't get that way. They always been trifling. Mm-hmm. You know, now now she don't she don't have to hide it as much because now there's anger mixed with it. Mm. You know, but we don't want to make it, a, you know, about the women because some men act the same way, you know, when that when that you know, when that shoe's on the other foot, I believe as well. Wow. And when the when the shoe's on the other foot, you know, before the divorce, she had the kids. And when she had the kids, I missed I didn't miss a child support payment. I just my pay I didn't get paid until that the fifth of the month. Child support is due on the first, probably. And and when on that Friday shows up, I cut a, I wrote a check, and then it didn't get to her house until the following week. But I had already had in my mailbox on that Monday, 
hey, your your license will be temporarily suspended at the DMV, and you can't drive your car, or something like that. It was a letter that my license had been suspended. I said I was only five days late. I, I mm-hmm. had to wait to 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 pay, and so I asked her. I said, hey, can you call these people and tell them my situation? She said, no, that's your problem. You deal with it. You know, you're a responsible father. You're a responsible man. I was like, you know, you really don't have custody. You got temporary custody until the divorce. You don't want this to flip. She said, well, it's not, and I can almost guarantee you that. Just pay me your child support. And she hangs up. So then I had to, so I, I called down there and I gave them a copy of my child support check that I sent in to her. And then, um, and, and when I gave it to them, they didn't correct the problem. So it looks like even though I said, okay, I'm going to pay it early the next month, even though I was paying it, it still looked like I was in arrears one check. So my driver's license got suspended without me knowing about it. I got pulled over. You know, I got, um, they had took me down. They took my license, took my car and pound. I mean, all these things happened just because of one child support check. And then once now, you know, when she went on the other foot, it's like, how could you do this to me? I'm Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, that's that calm. No, it's called uh, you know, I would do what she said. You're a responsible adult. Do what you do. You know, I would put this. I put it right back on her like she did you. And that's, that's you what I did. That's what I would do. And everything. You know what wage attachments is, right? Yeah, they take mm-hmm. it right out the paycheck. They take it right out the paycheck, and that's what she demanded, and that's what she got, and then that's. What oh my goodness. Oh. Yeah. I mean, you just gotta do. She she started. She started. You know she started the whole incident from the beginning. First she cheats, and then when she gets mad, when you leave, it's like, okay, well, I'm gonna make his life as miserable as I can. Right. You know. So let's do the child support. No, you responsible adult. You do this, do this. But the court must have looked at you and said, hmm, must be a good guy. We must give him custody, full custody of the kids. She gets nuts. She don't get the custody of the kids. So I would put the shoe. Tell her straight up, you responsible adult. Handle your situation because it's not mine; it's yours. You the one that owe me child support money. You the one that that started this. I mean, liberty must be a woman. Handle your business. That's right. Yeah, I had a I had a friend that um, he and his wife was breaking up, and she would do things to get him in trouble. Like she would start an argument, he would try to leave. She would get in front of the door and wouldn't let him leave. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of moved out of the way. She calls the cops and he goes to jail. Mm-hmm. Wow. He should have went this, out the back door. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then she went and got a restraining order. So now they, when they go to court for child support and joint custody, he can't get joint custody because of this. It was a plan all along, man. It was a plan. And I'm and like, see, why we, would you do something so dirty and your kids are sitting there watching this? How you gonna take you know your two sons away from him? If y'all didn't work, it didn't work. But let him still be. If he wants to be now, this is a person that wanted to be a dad. But but growing up, like like my father, my mom and dad got divorced when I was thirteen. My dad cheated and had a child on my mother. Right, my mother said I can't put her with that. I'm late. She left. That was my eighteen years, and and I I see now as an adult male who. Started this whole situation, and it really wasn't my father; it was my mother. My mother said, "No, you can't do that. You can't do this." 
saw he was buried against him. My father was happily married for 30 years to that same woman he had that child by. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, although, I like, that married, that, it might have started on the wrong track, that relationship, but it, it has to be good after 30 years. You know what I'm saying? So, I looked at now, my dad got sick about 10 years ago. He had a stroke, you know. Stroke, then he had a heart attack. He had a heart attack and a stroke, I'm sorry, but in the same year. And his wife takes great care of him. I don't have no qualms with her, but she, some reason she don't like me. I don't care. It don't make no difference. Well, my father doesn't care. I don't care. Me and my mom, we've always had a strange relationship because I look just like my dad. I look just like him. So I see now who, you know, as an as a as a teenager, I saw who was the my, my good parent was my dad, the one who put the discipline down. My mother let me do anything I wanted to do in high school. I let me tell you something. I went to my prom. I didn't come home for three days. You feel me? I'm not even kidding. She so put on Miss Principal or nothing. She's like, all right, you having a good time. You know, wow. three days. Can you imagine one of your kids been gone for three days? Oh, I left on Friday night. Yeah, I came home Tuesday. <laughs> I came home Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? They knew you, you know, were alive. That's all they right, wanted to I know. I didn't alive. call my mom or nothing. You know, I didn't call her or nothing. You know? This way we always have been. Like now we, if me and my mom talk, we talk for two hours. But me and my dad, I see him every. I see him. I talk to him once a week, or at least twice a week. You know. Yeah, yeah. He he'll call me up more than I call him up. But you know, you'll see. I mean, your kids will see just like I saw. Who was the better parent? Who's going to be there? Because I mean, it's going to be times when they're going to need both of you, right? And one's not going to be there. One's going to say, hey, now nah, I got this to do, I got this. And that's your point. You'll see, they'll see who the better parent is. Like my kids, they'll tell you straight up. They don't, They don't. even though I'm not there in Atlanta with them, they'll tell you. He's a great dad. That's my pops. I can reach out to him anytime I want. My mom, eh, I can't tell her everything. But pop, I can tell him anything. You know? And you'll see it. You don't have, don't worry about what's going on there because they're young. When they get older, you'll say you'll be okay. Be okay. Now you said something that in my situation, my parents waited until I graduated from high school before they separated. But tell me this: were they always happy? No. Okay then. So you rather, my, you know, my kids actually told me they were happy I got divorced from the first wife. They're actually mm-hmm. happy because they the house peaceful. House of peaceful, you know. Yeah. But argument stuff don't don't make the don't make it right for the kids. Trust me. Sometimes yeah. it's better just to walk away. Yeah, I think you my know? dad came a super part, uh, roller stone when he stayed. <laughs> Not a super roller stone. Yeah, I mean, I, it was like it was like like I said, he, he was home. He he would always I when I was young, I would always see him at home. Then after a while, now he got a job. He going out of town. Barely there on the weekend, working out, you know, out of, out of town. And it's like, well, anything I can do to stay away from the house, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that probably caused more issues than if he would have just said, all right, I'm gone. I can't, you know, early when they were having any problems. I don't know if anybody else has had, has had that problem where the parents just stayed uh 
No, because my, my mom was like, you know, I got a, my mom was like the smartest woman I know. She graduated 15. She graduated college at 19. You know, she graduated college at 19. And she was pregnant with me at 21. So she's a very smart black woman, and she ain't putting up, no real black woman ain't put up with no kid on the side by, by not but not a white woman. You know, she my stepmother's white. You know, so she took put her with she told him straight up, I'm not putting up with that. You had a kid. My father said something that I didn't understand when I was a teenager, but I understand now as an adult. He said, That kid that I'm having is this much mine as them two kids that I have with you. And I said, What are you talking about? Y'all are married, you my dad, blah blah blah. But think about that. He is a father of that child. He's taking responsibility as a father to that child that's not even, you know, he's not married to this woman. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So now I understand. I didn't understand that. I swear, at 13, I did not understand that. But mm-hmm. it, but when I had my own kid, I understood exactly where he was coming from. My father right. took a lot of, he took a lot of, you know, a lot of family. I mean, my family used to be real tight. They don't talk to him and, you know, I don't want to talk to him and all this stuff. He said, you know what, I don't care. Because you know what, days in, I look myself in the mirror, and I know I'm doing the best thing I can for all of my kids. Well, that's right. good. You know, yeah, what about I, that dad that uh, would take care of his new wife's kid but won't take care of his own kids? Yeah, that's part time dad. Now, that's the part time dad. You yeah, feel me? How, how can you give to one and not give to all? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, how well, you just leave your own kid to take somebody that's not even your blood kids and, and take full responsibility of them and then don't even pay child support or don't show up to your own kids' events. And that's where I have a problem. I don't think that that's a serious problem because it's, it's a perception that that is going on. It's not really a, a – I mean, because sometimes when you try to do something that's right – and that mother won't let you in or let the kids talk to you or you giving them money and, and she's telling them that your daddy ain't no good still. And and then to them kids, when they come around and they're like, wait a minute, they got all this stuff. And then, you know, but mom's telling me you ain't doing nothing for us. You know, it's really a perception because he could be trying to, to – I don't, I don't know of a dad. Well, I know of, of a lot, but I know of some that get the same um, – credit as the ones who don't do anything just because the mother is there being a buffer saying your daddy ain't no good. Mm. And he's trying to reach out to his kid, trying to call him, and she's just being real difficult. So it, it ends up giving up, like like the dude you said earlier today about, um, you know, he gets in trouble if he, you know, intermingle with his wife because she's trying to set him up. So he starts not trusting that situation when he goes around and then, you know, Nan looked like he just don't want to be around. He just want to pay the child support. But then, like, when my kids was temporarily with my ex, they was, she had them to still call me even after I paid the child support and say, Daddy, my birthday coming up. You know, and then she said, call your daddy because your daddy didn't do this. I was like, well, I, I sent the child support. That went on the rent. I need food, feed these kids. I need to have these lights on. I'm like, well, why are you telling them to call me and trying to make me look like they ain't going to get what they want because I'm not giving it to you? Don't put me on that level to where that I'm not trying. And I and you, you say I'm trying. Well, Darren, it, I, all the money that you gave me, I needed to do. I, these kids need this. These kids need that. So I was just, like, kind of disappointed and then not want to even talk to her. 
So when she made me not want to talk to her, it just kind of made me upset to like, you know, let me step back. Vice just trying to trying to keep on calling, trying to keep on talking to my kids, trying to keep on doing this and doing that, and it just kind of turned me off. Mm. But what, you know, going back to the host question about, you know, when in a situation where the father leaves the, the biological children and goes and starts another family um, and gets married again and has more biological children, wouldn't naturally the 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 new children take precedence because he's you know we're talking about you know being present and being engaged but since the father is with you know uh the the new biological children wouldn't it isn't it just a natural progression that those children would take precedence over the kids that he only sees on the weekends or the spring breaks or the summers or the, or the holidays or whatever it shouldn't be that way it shouldn't be that way, and 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 I I would go a step further and say, you need to even stress more. To, I mean, you gotta you gotta really pay close attention on how you love them both equally. But when you're out of the home now with your your kids, you have got to let them know that I know I'm in a new situation, but I'm still your father, and I'm still going to take care of you. I'm still going to make sure that you, you know, you have the same lifestyle even though I'm not living in the house. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Tom, can I use you as an example? Yeah, go right ahead. Yeah. Tone makes a, I mean, this makes a good point because Tone to me makes a good example. Everywhere we go, um, now his new, his, his wife, his current wife has a child. Um, prior to their marriage, and then he has two children. But when they go, they all go. I don't. I never see him without all his kids together. Mm-hmm. You know, like this Easter, everybody was at church. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so you know he doesn't do for one that don't do for the other. I think mm-hmm. that's good parenting. But there, there is situations like you said where it doesn't happen that way. Where yeah. you know, well, this is my family now. Mm-mm. You can't do that because then your kids, that's when your kids, your biological start to act out. That's when those biologicals really start to act out and the grades drop and they start looking for love in the wrong places and they're trying to fill that void, you know, the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? You really got to step your game up even stronger with your biologicals at that point. Yeah. Whew. All I can say is, whoo, this is a good conversation, fella. Because, you know, I'm from the outside looking in. And I always had these questions and concerns, but, you know, as men, we don't we don't kind of, we keep it to ourselves. So I appreciate everybody, you know, being comfortable with talking about their situations on this phone. Um, can I throw a monkey wrench in? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. I want to throw a monkey wrench in because you, you know you got you got married the married single parent, right? Mm-hmm. And um, you may be talking about fathers. If we could talk about fathers for a second, um, I was watching. You know, I normally watch that uh, Predator show, Dateline. Yeah. You know, right. when those guys, those guys. I think it's called to catch a predator. Yep. 
you know, when those guys come into a house and they think the parents aren't home and they're going to hook up with a 12-year-old boy or girl, you know, and, and the same and ones the get caught. Come out, yeah, dude, come out. Hi, I'm Chris Hansen. How you doing? Have a seat. Exactly, 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 exactly. Um, uh, When it comes to being involved in our child's Internet activity, Twitter activity, Facebook activity, or whatever else they have, you know, can we be married, can we be taking a married single-parent role by not being more involved in who they're communicating with over the web? Wow, what a question. Oh, yeah. Good question. My I mean, because, you know, it, it, it's in your face. You see it's happening, and, you know, the predators are out there, you know. And, again, you know, I was watching some show the other day where a girl was talking to a dude. She thought he was in college. You know, she met him on the Internet, and he had happened to be in prison with Internet access. You know, they just don't know. But how do we prevent, you know, you know, tragedies from happening like that? I'm sorry, Darren, go ahead. No, I mean, I um, I keep all my laptops, all computers in an open, um, in an open room in the kitchen. That's where they're supposed to do their homework. And, you know, at first they was like, why are you, I mean, you crowding us. You're doing this. You're doing that. I'm like, I don't care what you think. This is my house and, you know, you know get your own and you can do what you want to do but for right now this is where you do all homework so that that when when you put the enemy on blast or any potentials you know i find that you know and it gets easier for them and now it's just like second nature hey i gotta use i gotta use a laptop i gotta go to the table and, and do my homework well we got three kitchen tables in the kitchen you do your homework on one and you eat at the either or the other two so you know they already know it's designated for homework and that way they don't get upset no more. Now, when their friends come over, they say, y'all got to do your homework at the kitchen table. You know, y'all can't use the laptop in the kitchen. And then that's when they come back to us and be like, you know, you guys are too strict. I don't care what your friends think, but, you know, this is where you, this is how this house is ran. Now, once they get used to the protocol, then it, it, it dismisses all, you know, because I had a problem with my daughter putting viruses on my laptop. And I work from that sometimes, so. Uh, when she was putting a virus, because she was trying to download music, and then when I looked at it, I was like, wait a minute, what is all this stuff on my computer? So that's why I started it, and then when I seen those Chris Hansen things, I, was, I got even more afraid. So I said, from now on, you guys are doing homework right here at the uh, at the table, you know, and um, and that, that, that uh, stops them from going to sites that they don't supposed to go to. Well, they got parental settings, too, for some of them. You know, that's what I use. Parental settings, you know, don't get too much to, you know, just watch every site and all that stuff like that. If it's like above 18 or something like that, you can set your computer for that. I've done that before. So. Does yeah, it but out Facebook and all those others? I mean, what? No, I monitor, I monitor everything on Facebook through my kids. I mean, even now, you know, even though they're 15, 19, 18, I put a little star. When I, when I friended them, I put a star on their name. Any post that they post on or any like they come up, guess what? Guess what comes up? I get a notification. You know what I'm saying? I get a notification just like that. So, yeah, they got, don't they get two pages now? Sorry? Don't they have two like, pages now? One one, one for the, the parents and, and one for the friends? No, they know better than that. 
They, I mean, it's just like, I mean, because, you know, you know, my daughter's 20, and she's an adult. You know, she, she, she's still like, she's still underneath my, 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 my son a little bit, I guess, you know. I can't control everything she do, but, you know, I hope that I put enough good value into it that she, I know you won't see her at the strip club. I know that. So, you know, I know she, she's that kind of girl that she doesn't, she doesn't think that's cool or she doesn't do the, the wild dressing or nothing like that. But the 15 year old, I'm one that's, that's the one I'm more worried about. Mm. Because he, he's, he's, he's a good kid, but he can go, he's real smart and he gets bored in high school. You know, he's really bored. Even in high school level, he's bored. So I'm like, what else I can do? But to be, you know, who I am, I said, just learn from your brothers and your brother and sister on how to act accordingly. You know, mm-hmm. and if I don't check them, guess what? They check them. They mm-hmm. check them. He said, mm-hmm. no, nah, Tony, you don't do that. They check them. They 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 let me know. Hey, pop, we had to check Tony today. He he acted crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, so I told him a long time ago, this is a game. You don't have to join a game. You're already in one. This is a game. <laughs> That's you right. You're born into this one. Mm-hmm. Your brothers and sisters, when everything happened to you, better have happen to anything happen to him, better happen to you too. Mm-hmm. That's right. You're already in the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you need that, you know, it takes, it's a family thing. You know, we, I, I still have the kids when they were real, real small. You know, that, you know, I tell them, I talked to them when they were three, I talked to them like they were 12 teenagers then. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, look here, you, you see that girl right there? You know, I see examples on the street like a teenage mom or something in the grocery store. You see that girl right there? She got pregnant. Now she has to raise her kids. She can't even go to high school no more and all that stuff. You don't want that to be you, do you? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't want that to be me. Don't you want to be like that lady right there? She's like, why don't you ask that lady if she got a college education? And, she'll go, and, you know, she's bold enough. She's a little three-year-old, four-year-old. Do you have a college education? And they say, yes, I do. I have an MBA. And, Stuff like that. And I said, and that's what you want to be like, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's the yeah, kid when she was young. She said, no, no, I went to college and everything. So, I mean, you just instill these things in your kids when they're super young. That's what my daughter always say, you know, I know my dad, but I don't know my mom, you know? So I took them mm-hmm. everywhere I went. Didn't see me find my three kids. I know it was rough, you know, being, what, five, four, and one, but took them everywhere I went. Yeah, there was a lady on earlier. I don't know if she's still on, but on the chat room, said mm-hmm. she got pregnant when she was 14 and had both her parents in the house. It always, things happen. Wow. I just, like I told you, I've been blessed to have great kids, you know, and anything could happen in this in this world. And you just got to be adult about it and handle it, you know. Can I, can I just say something real quick? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rodney, you know that picture on Facebook I posted them two girls? Yeah. Yep, 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 sure do, sure the, do. The girl on the right, her cousin is 15, and her cousin got pregnant. And uh, her cousin told her dad, and so her dad, you know, kind of laid into her, and so the girl killed herself. What? Yeah, her 15-year-old cousin killed herself. And so, you know, she's got to go to the funeral this, you know, this past weekend. So she was really... Mm-hmm. And, wow. you know, it was just, you know, I, we was talking about it at dinner, and I was like, you know, he was just having an emotional moment. You know, he, it was just pure emotion. He didn't, he didn't mean the things he was saying. I mean, it was just, she just 
came to him and told him that she was pregnant. And he snapped. And he he snapped. It was it was he's human. It was it was it was all emotion. Mm. You know his world got you know just took a crush. and he just responded. And I'm sure once he had time to, if he would have had time to come back and really think clearly about it, you know, he would have been more, you know, it would have been a little easier to talk to. But, you know, now this guy, he's got to live with that, man. Mm. He's got to live with that. Do you think, do you think. Forever. Do you think that, uh, that it, 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 he would feel. Because I can know, I got uh, my daughter and my son. I have to, you know, kind of almost bust my son in the chest for him to get his attention. But I can say something to my daughter. And oh, it's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah. So, um, but do you, but but it it doesn't stop me from saying it, especially if it's a true, uh, especially if I'm in an emotional state at that that moment. But, you know, and I tell my kids all the time, you know, I'm allowed to be human because I'm going to make mistakes and, you know, I'm not God, and but I try to aim towards perfection every day. So you, you're going to have to stand by a little while if I have to, if I say some things that I don't mean or if I do some things I don't mean. Um, like at one time I had to, uh, my daughter thought, well, if a guy did this to me, if he, if he pinched my behind, I'll just knock him out. I'll just bust him in his face. I'll just do this, and I'll pick up a brick, and I'll do that. And she kept talking tough. So what I did, I grabbed her out of the chair. I said, lay on the ground. And I got on top of her and held her down. And I said, now move. And I said, you got five seconds to to, to get out of what you're in, or it's what, this little pain that I am have on your wrist is going to get worse. And she went berserk. So, And I'm telling her, I said, now, this only to tell you. Now, I had to come back and let her know. You know, this, I mean, at that time she was crying. My, my wife had to go talk to her and everything. But I had to go back to her and tell her, look, this is to show you you are not stronger than a guy. And But you were a man. Well, guys, dudes, I'm not a big dude. Guys in high school are bigger than me. So they're going to be stronger than me and, and more mass and everything else. But I am not going to say that I'm sorry for trying to train you and trying to raise you up or losing my temper momentarily. So is that our responsibility as fathers to hold back just because that's our daughters? Or is that our, it, should we feel guilty because, you know, our daughters, like, you know, I ain't going to say he should feel guilty because his daughter shot herself, but it's a problem because now you're not going to raise the other kids, or you're going to be more delicate and going to cause them to fall by the wayside. So it's all about how you respond versus how you react. And, I mean, what is the proper response? You get the notification that your lovely daughter, you might have a nickname for, but she's pregnant. I mean, what what is the proper response? Obviously, Tearing into her is is probably. I mean, at that point, the deed is done. You know what I mean. So, what is the proper response when you get that notification? I don't know. I mean, I've I've seen it where guys have disowned their daughters, won't talk to mm. them anymore mm. because mm. of the disrespect. And, I got. Uh, go ahead. I got that call um, when my daughter was seventeen, and um. 
the mom actually called and told me. Because I don't know why they always went to the mom first, but it is what it is. And when she told me, um, I had to remove myself from the phone. Because the mom wanted to talk about it. And when I got the information, I said, I'm going to need a minute. And then I got off the phone. Because I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe what I just heard. It was like you could have told me that uh, uh, anything other than that. Anything other than that. You could have told me, I don't know, that I'm just getting ready to have lunch with Ben Laden. And I would have believed that before what I did. <laughs> wow. You know what I'm saying? And, and it crushes you. Because that was my youngest child. Wow. You see what I'm saying? That was the my youngest baby. daughter. The baby. You know? no, that's the baby. You know what I mean? Who's living with me? That was the even, it was even worse than that. She lived in my house. You know, um, and I didn't know. Um, you know, you have to, there is no, there is no right answer to the question. Right. I mean, you know, there's a, obviously a textbook answer, but that's one of those things you'll never know until it happens to you. How are you going to deal with it? Well, you, you know, that's why... You want to go and beat the dudes, but I know. That, that, that's why I think that we... Um, and I, and I, I totally... Because I can't stop kids from doing everything when they're not in our presence. We can't stop mm-hmm. that. We can... The only thing we have to lean on is raise them as they should go, and they won't stray far. Now, you know, sex is... It's not too far... But it's just they get caught up in the pregnancy thing. That's kind of far out there. But, you know, we have to lean and trust on that. And I watched this show. My wife had me watching this show called Preacher's Kids or Preacher's, Preacher's Daughters. Daughters. Preacher's, Preacher's Daughters. Daughters. Preacher's yeah, Daughters. man, this, these kids, I mean, dudes are trying to do the right thing. But these daughters are off the hinges. And I'm looking at it like, what, what would I do in that situation if my daughter wanted to become a porn star? And I'm in the church just like I am. You know, what should I do? But the only mm-hmm. thing I, 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 it's no guarantees. No guarantees. And, and, and you can just, you, the only guarantee is you can just continue to do the right thing and, and you know, and stay that course and fight that fight that you're supposed to. So if something goes left or right, then you kind of prepare for it because now you can say you didn't know. You can't say you didn't know that because we talk about that all the time. Yeah, I mean, y'all bring up good points because uh, before daddy and before marriage, you know, uh, when when we were young and, and we went to college, we prayed on the preacher daughter and and the, and the kids that were stuck in the house because they were easy prey in college. So what's the balance? For daughters, so so they still have to experience things. Yeah, yeah. And and I knew a freshman year, I seen many at my college leave after the first semester prep. Mm. When they first leave home, they did everything Daddy told them to do. Secured, had no problems in high school. All right, all right. Well. Let's talk about what we talked about earlier. When you say no lipstick, no makeup, mm-hmm. 
no high heel shoes, no skinny jeans. Now, you know, there's some consequences with making situations like that. A lot of times they're not favorable to us men because now we're sheltering them to a point where when they get out in that situation, they're going to be buck wild. They're going to do all the things that you told them that that they couldn't do. You know, so I, I mean, it it still comes back to us. I got we handle it. Go ahead. I got a follow up question to that. You you made a good 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 statement. How many of you all would agree to putting your daughter on birth control, and she's under eighteen? What what would be the youngest age you would agree to do that? Sixteen. Uh, I would say fifteen. Fifteen. I would now, say. Oh, go ahead. No, I just said now, 15. Before, I would have said never, because I'm not letting them even think that it's all right to have sex. Right. But that's, that ain't the answer. <laughs> that, dog, that dog don't hunt no more. That's my answer. That's mine, too. That dog don't that's hunt. That's my answer. That's your answer, Rodney. It may not hunt, thing. but you know, this is how I look at it, and this is uh, really simple. And initially, I you know, thought the way that, that you guys did about it. Um, but, you know, my wife made a statement to me that was very simple. And she said, <clears throat> excuse me, she said, Rodney, we're going to have to stand before God for how we raise these children. So, you know, given the, you know, I got two girls, nine and five, and a 10-month-old, almost 10-month-old little boy. So putting the girls on birth control, my daughter's on birth control, giving my son condoms is not going to be what we're going to do because of that statement that she made. And here's the reality, fellas. Um, birth control is not 100% uh, uh, effective. Condoms are not 100% effective. So when the birth control fails or the condom breaks, they can't look at, at daddy and say, well, you know, daddy told me, you know, I'd be okay put the condom on, and then she ended up pregnant or with a disease. Because if if she decides to do that, you know, as, as somebody said earlier, I can't be with my children 24-7. So when they make that decision, that's on them. So if you get pregnant, we're going to deal with it. If you get a, a, a STD, a permanent STD, guess what? We're going to deal with it. But in the back of their mind, they can't say, well, Daddy, you told me. If I just put the condom on, if I just take the pill every day at the same, no. Daddy told you don't have sex. Mm. It's clear. It's black and white. So I don't, my conscience is clear you know, when it comes to that. So they can yeah, go but... out and have all the sex they want, you know, <laughs> but they're defying daddies and mommies eating. Yeah, but, but again, your conscience won't be clear. Why not? Whether you tell them to put, to, to, to whether you tell them to wear a condom or birth control pills, or you say, or you take your stance. If something goes wrong, you're still the parent in that situation. You're That's conscious right. of you still going to be saying, like, saying, some, I failed these kids some kind of way. I may not know how I did it, but maybe I did something, didn't tell them something, or did something wrong that made them, you know, go out and do this this thing. But why do, why do you feel yeah. like that you, you should take the responsibility if you're doing the teaching? And they go out and still do what you tell them not to do. 
Why do you feel like it, do do should we as parents, if our daughters go out there and get pregnant or our sons go out there and get somebody pregnant, should we say it's my fault if we did everything by teaching them and we're doing we we're telling them all the just like my man said earlier, he said he took his kids everywhere. Go up there and ask that lady, you know, did she go to college? Go over there. Now, what did she say? Now, that lady, she went, she got babies. Now, he did everything he was supposed to do as a father as he understood it to be. Now, what if that that, that okay. youngest child grow up and 17 years old and fall into the same situation that, that T's younger daughter fell into? Okay. Yeah, going to say, right. is it my fault because you didn't? You got pregnant? No. Absolutely. Absolutely. You still, you, you still think the parent takes the blame because the child decides to have sex? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I believe it depends on the parent. I, I think that there are some parents out here that believe, you know what, I'm going to do all I can to keep you from, you know, get uh, getting pregnant because I'm talking to a daughter now. Uh, so I want to make sure that you have all the birth control that you need. Now, if you still go out there and you still do what you're going to do and suffer the consequences, then that's fine. But there are parents out there that believe that, hey, you know what, I want to make sure that I, I can rest assured that I did all that I could do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but mm-hmm. man, my man is saying, somebody's saying absolutely it's his I did, I did. It's me, T. I said absolutely. Okay, so it, now if you just did what, what was that P Town or uh, who Ike? Ike, Ike just yeah. said he did. He if you do everything you're supposed to do to make sure your your daughter does not get pregnant, no matter what, and she still winds up pregnant. Why did, did you, you lock, feel like you did gotta you, assume the responsibility of her? Did you put a chastity belt on and lock her in a room? Because <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't, because if you I'm didn't, need to go didn't find one everything. on eBay. I'm just saying, because if you didn't, you didn't do everything. You know, did you take her to did you take her to an AIDS ward and let her see what that uh, disease can do to you? Right. Did you take her I mean, and let her talk to doctors about how ineffective condoms are? Exactly. But it does. Well, one one thing about it with, with kids, they always get it in the in their mind in the front of their mind. They think that they can. Hey, you you from the old school. Things are not like that anymore. Oh, absolutely. They, that's why they're going to go out and have sex. Pregnant. I know how to not get pregnant. That's right, and that's why they're going to go out and have sex. They are and that's gonna... why they're going to continue to do it. So that's why I say, why why should we, especially fathers, take the responsibility when our daughters get pregnant if we don't well, do everything? But, 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 but in today's world, what I found out today's world is that um, sexual intercourse is not Vaginal. It's all in anal, so they won't get pregnant. No, but but that's that's, that's what these that's, kids are doing now. Yeah, but that's something totally different. Yeah. I mean, when he's talking about responsibility, we took the responsibility when we became their father. Period. But, okay, how so, how long do you hold that title to say I am responsible? Do you till they are out of till they are out of your house and somebody else marries. I, I believe. Yeah, and so somebody else with responsibility. What, what if they don't get pregnant? And what if they get pregnant and don't get married and they're nineteen? Are you still saying that's my fault? Yeah, I, I, I'll agree with Tony on this one, and I and I think that what he's saying is that when they do get pregnant at seventeen or nineteen, you know, they're not married or whatever, 
the first thing that we would think of is where did I go wrong? Now, we could have done everything, you know, proper like. Absolutely. But at the same time, our first response is going to be like, wow, where did I screw this up? Exactly. Where did I mess up? What dude did I not let her meet? Exactly. But for me, which was it? Which one? How did, what circumstance did I put into play to allow this to happen? Right. Mm-hmm. See, the, the reason why I'm asking this question is because my wife felt the same thing with her older daughter. She felt the same. She asked the same questions. And then what what ended up happening is since my wife felt responsible, we ended up raising a grandson. And, you know, I was we my kids are almost grown and out of the house. The grandbaby wasn't part of the deal. Wait, now wait, wait, wait. Go wait. Out there and you have see? another kid. No, that's, a, big, that's a big difference right there. You said oh, you're raising thing. the grandbaby because your wife felt responsible? No. What I'm saying to you, what I'm saying to you guys, you're wow. saying that it's my responsibility or I feel responsible when wow. my daughter has sex and I did everything I'm supposed to do. So what happens is, and I got it in my book, guys, got to get it. <laughs> well, look, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on there, hold on. Now, there's two things you just said. <laughs> Feeling responsible and being responsible, two totally different things. Absolutely. Yes. You got to raise your child. I ain't raising yeah, no grandbaby. Yeah, yeah, maybe, <laughs> Me neither. Maybe, maybe I, I dropped the ball. Maybe I dropped the ball somewhere with raising you, but now you got to raise your child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but don't don't raise your child. No. Going to raise your child. I'm telling you, man, women do not. Now, we can say, okay, it was my fault that this happened to you. But once you make, once a woman says it's my fault because I didn't do something right, yeah, you can't, then they take yeah. it to the next level. We yep. can just drop the ball and say, okay, it's my fault, but now it's your responsibility. No, right. they, the women like, I'm not going to let this grandchild suffer because you still want to be wild and go out to the club and smoke cigarettes. and drink. Well, that's why I'm so glad I have this relationship with my wife because my wife feels like she's done everything she could. And if it happens, then that's on my daughter. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But was but Darren, was your was your was your daughter or your stepdaughter was she on birth control or was she no you because she was the, no she I mean you know you don't know what she's doing but you she taught her everything that my wife knew to teach her and then but I'm like the only thing that it was teaching her is how to sneak around not having sex by getting caught you know mm. and um and when she was, I don't understand that statement say again I don't understand that statement. Okay, so you teach your child about STDs and pregnancy. How does that teach her how to sneak around? Well, she just thinks, like I said earlier, they think they're smarter than us. If you right. say, hey, look, if, if condoms are going to burst or STDs are serious or this is that, then they think, okay, well, how can I get around having sex without talk, getting the things that you're talking about that I'm going to catch? Mm. And then you go well, from there. Well, wouldn't she have sex whether or not she talked to your wife or not? Wasn't she having sex? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So my wife was doing everything she could possibly do and tell her to think of. But she was just like, you know, I'm going to have sex. It's a decision made by her to to do it anyway. So once that decision was made, my wife felt responsible because it's, it's got to be something that I didn't do or mm. I didn't tell her. So I say, well, hey, you know. Forget about. I mean, you know me. I'm. I was like, look, you know, that's that hurt. Because the only thing that's going to happen is if we take her kid, she just out of sight, 
out of mind, and she gonna have another one. And then what you gonna do with that kid? Now you put us, you 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 put us in a compromising situation because if your son gets somebody pregnant, they are gonna look at what you did for the other kid. Now we gotta be raising a house full of grandkids, and we can't go around. You know, we can't we can't retire. You know, we can't, you can't do what you want to do. Right. Right. Because they gonna still want to go out and then bring the kids over and want you to keep. Them. Right. So wow. I just I just feel like that. That's why I felt like you know you guys shouldn't don't get caught up into. It's my opinion. Don't get caught up into saying that. Hey, it's my fault if you get pregnant because now the kids gonna hold you to that and be like, well, if since it's so your fault, now you got to babysit for free. Now you got to raise them if I want to go out. Now you, it's your responsibility to do what I won't do. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually started telling my daughter at, like a player. I said, "Listen, guys, lie. Whatever they say, they like you, they love you. It ain't what you think. It's for one thing. Yeah, they better against somebody to see if they can get in, in between your clothes. Yeah, daddy, but that that ain't that ain't he ain't uh, like this. That's what you're gonna hear. That's what she's gonna hear. And I'm telling you, your dad was the biggest one. That's what they won't do. It don't matter. You can tell them that all they want, man. These kids, man, it's such a crapshoot with kids. I'm, it I'm is. Not, you can you can do everything. You can take whatever path you want. There's still no guarantees, man. Uh, none. There's no foolproof way. I I don't know of one. And 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 I told I don't know I didn't tell my. Uh, Daughter, but I told one of my um, my niece who's in college. I said, "Do not fall for the, the the. Listen, I'll just take it out. I don't have a comment. I'll take it out. That is the biggest lie a man will say. Just let me put the head in. They got they got a song on that. <laughs> is you know I'll take it out before I come. Nope. Because it's called free ejaculation, and then when they get nice. And they get to shake it, it ain't coming out. <laughs> Wrong men shaking. don't even take it out. So why would you expect a, a 17-year-old to take it out and be responsible? Be telling your wife that. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, you got to talk to her like a player. You got to talk to her like like she a guy. That's, I think that's the only way you got to get to some of these girls. It's like, listen, I'm yeah. telling you exactly what it is. But I think the the bottom line is that, like I said, I mean, it is you you can do everything under the sun, but at some point Somebody you have to make it. a decision. And, yep. you know, in, in the back of the car, you know, at the hotel or, you know, after the prom, they have to make a decision. And it goes back to, and, and that's one particular thing, you know, we talk about, you know, the birth control and the condoms. You have to have a united front on that. You have to have um, both parents on the same page with that. No, you can't be. That's the hardest you part. Be? You can't be. You can't be. Why Look, not? You a dad. You don't want to know if your if your wife's up there talking all that game. You talking about you know we gonna stand before the Lord, so we can't. We not gonna do this, and then secretly she giving your daughter condoms or giving your daughter the pill. No, 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 yeah, you brother. She cannot. I'm telling you that you can't be on the same page on this stuff, man. Men are different. Yeah. That's what we talked about earlier. They ain't gonna tell your you. Your daughter come to your wife. Right. You know what? Don't tell dad, but I'm having sex. 
Come on now. You, you won't know, brother. And she, they are not going to tell you, and trust me, you don't want to know. You won't know. And she's going to call it she because you know why she's going to tell you? Because you can't handle the truth. Right. I know I can't handle it. <laughs> I know I I'm a gun owner, right? <laughs> I'm a gun owner. I work for DHS. I can find anybody. <laughs> <laughs> the phone call and I got address, mama. I got it. I got it all. Mm. Wow. I don't need to know because I know what I do. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, I mean, you don't. I mean, in your case, you and I already told your wife what you can't handle. Yeah, I told. I made sure. Know. I told my wife I don't want to know. Right, but see, when he the conversation. It needs to be like I don't mind. My wife better tell me because That's now you're robbing saying. me of a of a of an opportunity to be the father and mm. step up and let That's her know. Look, about. man, you can't let this dude say this or say that. You know what I mean? And some things you tell me, I won't go back and say nothing because I know, you know that you know you all trying to establish a relationship because we're in a unique situation. But other things, when it comes down to dudes and and birth control and yeah, but you talk about you talk to her about that anyway. By default. Yeah, yeah but if yeah. I find out that she went behind my back and did something she wasn't supposed to do, I want to know about that, too. Can I drop a mug? i got to have an opportunity to, to to discuss that with her. And then now, now hopefully she feels comfortable in my response to her. Hey, let me let me try going to Dad next time because he was pretty cool the last time. When we <laughs> Can I well, drop a monkey wrench right in there just to slice ahead. that down the middle? Because when it comes to it, and just going back to the topic of the evening, uh, the married single parent, when it comes to, you know, the birds and the bees, is there more single parenting going on in a marital household when it comes to speaking to the boys about sex and speaking to the girls about sex? And what I mean is that do we leave that up to mama to say, all right, you know, she's 13, you know, let's go ahead and handle that. And we just kind of step back. You know, from the picture, you know, and the same thing, you know, little, little man, little man, man is 13 or whatever the case may be. Do we pull him up, take him fishing or whatever and, and start talking to him? Is, is it is it more single parenting going on, you know, in, in the when, when it regarding the realm of sexuality and, and, and the birds and the bees, if you will? Or is that, uh, 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 all right, you know, we're going to have a conversation with uh with son and daughter, you know, about sex as they come of age, and we're going to do it jointly, you know, both of us together. You know, what, which one is it? Is it more, you know, togetherness, unified front, or is it more, okay, you take her, and I'll take him with me, and we're going to do, we're going to have the sex talk today. Mm-hmm. How, does, how does it work? I think we started out, in my family, we started out together. Um, I went one day and bought two books. Oh, this is when they were young, like, early, like five or six, and I bought the, don't, you know, don't let anybody touch your body when we were reading, both of us would read it, and then we would say it, and say, you don't, you know, and we wouldn't give it no nicknames or anything, we call it what it is. Yeah. And um, then when we were eight, we we told our daughter together, and then I bought another book, and, and I read the book, because I couldn't just, to me, it was hard for me to tell Ayana, yeah. the birds and the bees, so I read it from a book. And then I was able to elaborate. That was the, that made it easier for me. And the reason I ask that is because I know I I can easily say that I haven't been 
the the front man on that with with uh, my daughters and my oldest is nine. Um, I've I've been playing the background. No, you gotta be up front on that. And you know, my wife has been able to, you know, and she does. It's not really like okay, you know, it's it's Wednesday at that four o'clock. We're gonna have that that discussion, honey. You know, it's just like she just drops it in her, you know, as at appropriate times and just you know. Well, I just figured up in the car. Yeah, <laughs> we've so, been I mean, car she, driving, and I just bring it up. But on that front, you know, on the whole, you know, the body is changing. It don't, you know, don't don't let anybody touch. You know, that sort of thing. Um, I'm I'm I, I've been sort of playing the background, you know, honestly, and, I, and I'm thinking about this, and she's been in the forefront, and and she's been almost like a single parent on that specific subject, you know, with uh, my daughters and. I'm thinking like you know I'm I'm like a, a solid you know player and, and and that's just I mean I'm just thinking like wow how could I go this long I got you know nine years should be ten next month you know it's time for daddy to get involved and I just been sort of just you know leaving it up to the wife because she's doing I mean she's doing an excellent job but at the same time yeah, I'm not really a, adding that's coming from a mama point of view exactly and i'm not really adding anything it's not like you know she started and i'll come in and say yeah you know and this and this i'm just kind of just you know nod my head it's like you know man i i coach my wife i coach my wife i tell her i say look you know any situation that comes up please tell me about all of it but you know when it's when it's a question i want you to coach the kids to come that you and them can't need to come to me because it's something that dad needs to get included on too so do i see her as a single parent dealing with those issues no i i, I see her as the kids feel more comfortable going to her vice me because they kind of want her to break the ice to me to what's going on in their life if they don't feel comfortable talking to me because they feel more comfortable talking to her because she they look at her probably like a foreigner you know they ain't really mama but that I'm a caller mom, but you know she can she got away with dad that I don't have that way with, and and it's good for them to see that you know and uh and she can kind of smooth things over, you know to make to make it not be so, you know blunt in what it is, and uh and I trust her with this information to 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 ease it to dad by me coming to dad and he just flipping, or they not they not knowing what I'm gonna do, but you know I don't see her being as a single role because. I am telling her in the background, okay, tell them this, or this is how you respond to that, because it's still a team thing, and they're still doing what I want them to do, even though they're not coming to me for the information. And it's not great on the guy either, because I had to tell Quentin how trifling these girls are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just uh, <coughs> I got to let them know that they sneaky. They'll call mm-hmm. you a wimp, punk, all types of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to be the respectful gentleman because I'm just still trying to teach them how to be a gentleman, open doors, do those, uh, um, say hello, speak properly. If you go to the girl house, talk to the pops, you know. But then girls are just trifling. These girls are they aggressive. They're more aggressive these days than in in the past. Why are they more aggressive? I don't know. That's why we yes, probably have too many gay guy, gay boys out here. I don't know, man. That's... You know, they they don't have any fathers in the house. There you go. There you go. Just imagine if Ike was their daddy. Mm-mm. Would they be so aggressive? And 
<laughs> with 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 his his guns and his addresses. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I doubt it. I mean, they they and, and again, kids are going to be kids. I'm not saying that, but at the same token, is that one thing that we have to realize is that with a daughter, and I know most, if not all, of you guys have daughters. The first male female relationship that they'll have is with their father. So if that relationship is strained, and I, I give you an example like, you know, my kids, nine and five, they don't know who the heck mindless behavior is. They don't. They have no idea who, who they are. Oh, my gosh, not my daughter. And that's purposeful because daddy don't let them, you know, get, I mean, they don't even listen to that. No, they don't have time, you know, number one, but at the same time, they don't, they don't need a mom's behavior because, you know, daddy's, you know, talking to them or spending time with them or taking them to ballet or whatever. So they don't have time to, their, 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 they don't, their attention, you know, it has to be shifted somewhere. And if it's, if it's on, you know, me as their father, as the, as the male female relationship, you know, they have no desire to, you know, to shift that right now. I've been able to, you know, do a good job with that now. Next year, they might know who these characters are. But, you know, so far, they're not even interested in anything other than, you know, daddy as far as when it comes to, you know, males or boys, you know, whether it be musicians or, you know, little boys at, at the school at this point. I know that would change, you know, they're still young. But, I mean, we, they, 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 I think they're so aggressive because, you know, that, Either the father is is not there, or just tying back to the topic, you know, the father is not not either physically present or not mentally present and engaged in what's going on in the day to day. They have to, you know, seek out that you know that love from a male that they're not getting from their father, whether it be emotional or physical. Well, Rodney, just to go back real quick on what you were saying about, you know, your wife and the nine, and your nine-year-old daughter. Uh, you know, I talked to my nine-year-old, and, and I just, I'm laying the foundation right now. You know, as far as, so when, I, when she gets older, I can begin progressing, especially talking to her about boys and my expectations and what to look for in a boy and, and, and things that, that make sense and things that don't make sense, you know, because... I'm telling you, man. It's so many. It's, you, she just got to know what's in your head when it comes. She don't need to look at you and think, okay, well, I don't know how he feels about it. Yeah, that's good words. You're right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She needs to know, like, he's not going to like this. This is going to upset him. Mm. All right. I don't know who has the older daughter. What happens when the first guy comes to knock on your door? I, I need to find this out because I, <laughs> I, I don't know Go how it happens in your household, get... but I already imagine what's going to happen when they knock on my door. Just call Ico. Ain't, ain't call nobody Ico. allowed on my door, so. Yeah, just call Ico. <laughs> I tell you, um, um, Sandrea's got this boyfriend now. And obviously I was the last to know. There it is. And it just so happens that, you know, I mean, my wife told me about it a little bit, you know what I mean? She told me about the dude, but I didn't really know. You know, they they, they, they piecemeal it. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit, a little bit, yeah. a little bit. So uh, my brother happened to be in the house, and we were still not watching TV. And my oldest daughter was here, and um, she comes home. It's about eleven o'clock. He bring. It might have been ten o'clock at night, and he brought her home because he drives. You know, uh, she's in high school, and he is in. He's a he's a uh, freshman in college. The kid. Um, and he comes into the house. It's the first time I meet the kid. He's coming in my house at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, he, he a freshman in college. Yeah, that's a whole so other issue. Over that's a whole other issue. Again, <laughs> <laughs> um, the fool what? walked into the house. He ain't had sense enough to know right. that. The girl, he ain't met the girl's father yet. And he just thought, well, since he with her. And see, that's how these dumb kids think, man. Yeah. It really nerves for real. I mean, this old, I ain't going to speak to you until you acknowledge my presence, man. Man, I'm telling you. Go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. You're right, though. You're right, though. So, you know, now I'm sitting here like, okay, now I wasn't ready for none of that. And you want to be ready for that. You want to know, okay, you don't want to look up and be like, who is this? But that's exactly the way they handle it. You know, so when I sit there and, and again, Chuck was sitting here. Chuck was sitting right next to me. He was like, and he looked at me, he said, and after the point, he said, we should have did a uh, Bad Boys 2 on him. Absolutely. That's right. Mm -hmm. He didn't say, hello, sir. How you doing? No, 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 no. He was, he was. He, you know, he was a gentleman. He came in. He was introduced. Blah 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 blah. But you got to you got to warm me up to to <laughs> a young teenage man coming in my house that I ain't met yet. Especially when you know what I mean. Let me know. Okay, such and such is coming over for dinner tonight at seven o'clock. Or he'll be over next Tuesday at seven o'clock. You're gonna meet him. We'll sit down and talk. Not when I'm chilling. I got my feet up on the table watching the game. Because he's watching the game. And he walked in. He walked in. Wow, that's crazy. You know, um, but again, it's it, it, it's it's what you have to deal with when you deal with women because they have a mind of their own, and they may just say, "Well, it's all right." So how did that go? How, how did it go? Well, it, 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 that's exactly how it went. How you doing? Kept watching TV. Yeah, ain't no attention here, Slim. I don't know you. I don't like you. I mean, that's just the way it is. I don't know you. I don't like you. You know what I mean? We ain't going to be friends. You know, the fact that you came in, it wasn't your fault because you got set up. They set you up. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? You know, but then that's a whole other issue. You ain't kicking him out. No, no, no. And the reason why I didn't was because I was entertaining. It caught me off guard. And the fact that the women had already let it happen, my wife had let it happen just like that. So if you want to go ahead and 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 and, and do it your way, then do it your way. Mm. And if you get out of pocket, you handle it. Mm. If you want to go around me, then yeah. go around me. But stay yeah. around me. Yeah. Yeah. He do something. He get out of line. Yeah. Handle it. Handle it. <laughs> you you know the rules. You went around the rules. Yeah. You didn't give me my you didn't give me my due. So if I don't get my due, then I'm gonna stay out of it. Now what's on you? Call you to clean it up later, yeah. Exactly. 
because that's what that's that's what that you know, and he's in college, and she isn't. Hmm. Okay, so now that's that's an issue that should have been discussed. So he ain't ever coming back over there no more, right? Uh, he has not. I don't. He hasn't been back since. Yeah, he better but, not walk across that threshold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 again, I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I oh, he's know. a bad guy because he he in uh, college. <laughs> I, college <laughs> said, I got a yeah, gym sitting in my house. A, a rookie, don't know yeah, nothing. She, he can just. But she's getting ready to go to college too. He's just a year before her, so it's really not. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's really not that bad. No. But what I'm just oh. saying is, you know, what I'm saying it's it, it's it's the way that it's handled, and that's what we talk about when the women take control over things and they make their own decisions. Without consulting with the husband, and it's always eighty percent of the time it's the wrong decision because then we gonna have to fix it eventually. Mm. You know, so Rodney, just like you saying that you and your wife got a pack, those girls gonna get older. They are gonna make friends with their mom. Mm. It's gonna break the pack. It's gonna break the pack. Ain't gonna be no pack. One hundred percent. I don't think Rodney ready. <clears throat> Rodney got a beautiful thing going right now. It's about to get ugly, brother. It better not. It's going to happen because it's already starting to happen in my house. Mm -hmm. And I just turned into a part-time dad. I I need to get back home. But you keep saying this part-time dad, and I I just got to ask this question. Um, Has your wife ever articulated, you know, that point to you that you're a part-time dad now that you're not around or, or has she exhibited some frustration um, with you being a quote-unquote part-time dad? Has she ever told you that or, or is that something that you sort of took on the mantle yourself and, and embraced since you're not, you know, present anymore? No, she never came out and said it, but you know how they say things that slip in and you be like, oh. Mm-hmm. I know where this is going. I I know what you really meant to say. Mm-hmm. But just just the way you the way you tried to you you put that sentence, you know, it's like oh okay, it's like oh I'm not there, so you know you're doing more than me. It's like oh okay, so mm-hmm. you really do have a concern even though you didn't say anything. Right. So. It real slick with that word play. Mm-hmm. They know how to dance right on the line. So, yeah, you know, I'm like, you know, especially because she runs her own business too. And I said, well, I'm not there. You right there? Why can't you? You know, you, well, I do other things. And that, that was it. I said, oh, <laughs> this is my topic for this week. Mm. Exactly what's going on. But I mean, it does affect because they feel like they do. I mean, you know. If one spouse is there with the kids more, they may feel like they're doing more than what you should be doing. They could be taking some of your uh, responsibilities away from you because you're not there. And Uh we've seen a lot where um, a lot of kids that will say, hey, you know, I was raised by my mom. She was mom and dad. My dad just never came around. And I look at what's in the news right now, uh, just today, they had like over 200 kids they had to arrest in Chicago because they were just going around downtown Chicago harassing people. And I'm like, where's the parents in this thing? You know, 
How do they allow this to happen? And you see more games now. You know, you might have had just maybe one or two games, or you had the, the little neighborhood going against neighborhood, but now you got games, and they're going around doing shot drive-bys. Now, our kids aren't even lasting to 1918. You know, we, we as parents, we got to take some responsibility for this. But the biggest problem with being a parent is, uh, you know, you trying to be a two-parent household, good father, good Christian family, and then your kids go to school with a whole bunch of kids that don't have fathers, half of them don't have mothers, or half of them don't have mothers or fathers. And and the only witness they got is two mamas or two daddies, you know. Mm. And then they bring that drama to school and then try to spill it off onto your kids, and then your kids come back home and want to have a come conversation at the table about being you know about being you know why do why can't why can't they have friends that are gay you know mm. and um and or i mean the conversation completely flipped because of what they're dealing with at school because of it's a lack of parenting in the in 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 households all together it's bleeding off into the students and then now what's what what is supposed to be an abomination is becoming a norm and they're looking at like, well, you know, they're looking at our family situation. It's like we're not normal. Well, you brought right. out the whole socket set off that one. I'm on the alley wrench. <laughs> Good Lord, you said. Yeah, but I like that. Keep showing your toes. Mm-hmm. You know, because bottom line is that our children will have to go into the real world one day. And, and deal with people who didn't have parents or, you know, were adopted or were raised by two lesbians. I mean that's that's just real. So it's you know, reality now. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I I like that you know because you can't shield them from that. And you know, I it I mean it's that's the real world. When you go to work, you work with di- people of all different walks of life, have, have different backgrounds. Everybody didn't come from a two parent Christian home. That ain't reality. Mm-hmm. You know, so I like that you know that that the the the, the stuff that they're. Um, I mean, I don't like it, but you know, it, it keeps you sharp. It's like, oh, it's a, well, but that, but the problem the the problem with it is now you're saying what a thousand other people's saying against what you're saying, and when you're trying to tell them, okay, well, it's not right to do this, that, and the third, but so and so, and everybody else say, and it's more people to say this, and you said, Daddy, the word says that if where two or more agree. Then that's usually the truth. Wait a minute. I was talking about right. when two or more agree in God's name. <laughs> right, yeah. Got to get it right. Get it right. God is in the midst, you know. So right. don't say, you know, two or more gathering in the, in the, on the sake of the lesbian side, then everybody's saying the same thing, then that's true. But that doesn't make it right, you know. So yeah. that's what I am That's what I fight at but home. He, oh, my gosh. You, you, you just brought up something, man, about this uh, – this uh, homosexuality is, is what if you find out your kid is is a homo? Because if if they are hanging in there, I mean, I saw the most craziest thing today. And that's the reason why. Only reason why I'm bringing it up is it was on Facebook, and it it was a picture of Magic Johnson's son, fruitier than a fruitcake. Mm. And here you are, superstar, and you have this image of, you know, throughout your whole career of being a ladies' man, 
Mm. You know, now you're a father, and you want your son. You know, he's tall as you, big as you. Become, you know, your heir, and he's fruited in a fruitcake. He's walking around with a purse. You lying? I am not yeah. lying. Looking you know, at the video right now, he ain't lying. But, 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 going back to the topic at hand. But do you where you see ma- where you see magic at over the last how old is thirty eight years? Mm-hmm. You see him on TV, and whether he was playing ball or in the Olympics or or hitting this one or that one, he you was know. a part time dad. Exactly, and now what is he doing? He's on TV. You know, he's commentating. He's in commercials. So. Was I mean you? Had, I mean you asked his wife. Was was she a married single parent? But but do you feel like it's a sense of responsibility if your your son or daughter? Yeah, I mean it goes back to what, yeah it goes back to what T Hawk said. I mean if if that's your your seed and they. And, and, and whether they tell you straight up or it's revealed to you or, they, you know, their mama tell you that, you know what, you know, little, little man man is actually gay. The first thing, just like the same thing, if your baby girl is pregnant, you're going to just reflect on where did I go wrong. <laughs> Period. That's right. Period. Whether it's your fault or not, you're going to be like, Wow. What did I do? What did I do or didn't I do? You know, right with this thing. That's the first thing you're gonna think, whether it's on you or not. That's the first thing. It's it's natural, because we own this thing. Just like just like somebody said earlier, is that we are, you know, the head of household, and that you know everything, you know, it falls to us because we are the, you know, the foundation. So, in a lot of ways, you're like, man, what. What did I do wrong? So the sense of saying there's, it, they were born gay is just weird. It's just out of place. It's just well, something nobody, they were no, born. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Nobody is born gay. Everybody is born to into sin that gay is a part of that, but nobody is born that way. That's the excuse mm-hmm. that they use. You know, mm-hmm. now some men are born a little feminine and not, you know, they cry all the time when they're kids, but... It's, it's no such thing as nobody born. It's, you now you're saying you got a natural born killer, or now you got you got you got people that I'm a born I'm a born thief. No, you you you're not born thief. You're not born a lesbian, or gay. You're born into sin that can get on you if your parents are not in the right place and not guiding you correctly. Mm-hmm. And 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 the father, if the father uncovers the home, then the sin can enter it. So yep. and that and that sin is anything from. Being promiscuous with boys or girls, and or being a thief, or being in the gang, or anything above, any, anything that that sin got his 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 hands wrapped around, you know. Good words, man. I like the way you put that. Yeah, it is good. Yeah, because um, I mean, it, it's becoming natural now. Like it's 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 okay, and I'm wondering if they took a survey. If they took a survey, how many two-parent homes where the father was full-time father have gay 
sons. Say again? I don't know if there's a survey out there, you know, that that says, you know, a a child that came from a two-parent home um, has a higher percentage of becoming gay versus a a child or boy. Well, it's it's not impossible, and I think that what is a two-parent home? Some people will say your parent, your home ain't two parent. You ain't there, but you are there. You know what I'm saying? Like like T. Hawk said earlier, your address is still there. That's where you get your mail. But guess what? You ain't there seven days a week no more. So what is a two parent household? Even that has you know or you know well you can look at Magic's household. I mean that's a two P comes there probably, you know, when he's done, you know, doing his thing out on the out on the road, whether it's commentating or playing ball or whatever it was. So, but a two-parent household is, I mean, what is it? It ain't everybody getting home at 5 o'clock, you know, to sit down and do homework and then have dinner at 6, bedtime at 8. You know, Not with, that. It ain't that. It ain't that. So, it's, I mean, it's not impossible, you know. It's not impossible. You know, just going back to the topic at hand, the married single parent, being married and being a parent are both difficult in their own right. And then we want to combine the joints. (laughs) I mean, it is what it is, but you take either one separately, being a parent or being a husband, the joint is not easy. No, it's not. Trying to do both full time, whether you got you know you got a full time wife there to help you, it's still tough. Not easy. So that means that uh, we still got to be a hundred percent at both. That's right. Still got to be a hundred percent at both because they're both hard, and we're not going to always get it right. No. But all we can do is the best we can. We can't give up on the kids. With that said, it's 11.30. I think that, that's that's good enough. Y'all want to keep going or y'all ready to go and open mic? Shut it down, man. I think the moderator got to log back on. Oh, yeah? <laughs> uh-huh. Or you can do uh, the uh, star two, star one, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm not even in front of the computer. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm in here no, folding clothes, man. Yeah, yeah, hit star two, star one. Yeah. All right, hold on one sec. Let me go back in there. Hold on one sec. All right. Mm-hmm. That was a good right. call tonight, man. Good no call. doubt. Yeah. No yeah, doubt. Dope, Very dope. good. I need dope. some help on this thing. Very good. I, I got a whole lot out of this call tonight. Especially about my daughter. I got some work to do. I can't keep threatening her. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.